at that point I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should ask Justin if he could coach me because I don't really have a coach. Like I'm just following the template program still. And I asked him and he was like, I like, thank you for reaching out. But like, as a respect thing for my other athletes, like I can't take anyone else on right now. And I was totally understanding of that. He's like, but let's talk after the season. Welcome to the Barbend Podcast, where we talk to the smartest minds and the biggest personalities from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is proudly presented by Barbend.com. Today, I'm talking to the fifth fittest woman on earth, Alex Gazan. Now, Alex is still in her early 20s, and she made her rookie debut at the CrossFit Games last year in 2022. In 2023, she had a massive performance increase and walked away with a top five finish. We talk a lot about what it took to get to that next level, even after making the Games last year. I do want to point out this episode was recorded before the CrossFit Games when Alex was sort of in the final phase of her prep, so it's a good look into her mentality and expectations for what turned out to be a really effective Games season. We also talk about Alex's lacrosse career and how she went viral for a 270-pound bench press. All that and more in this episode of the Barman Podcast. Alex, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm talking to you at an interesting time. It's not when I get to talk to a lot of CrossFit Games athletes, which is right between the qualification period, right after semifinals and between the games. This is normally like when everyone puts their heads down, they don't talk to media. So I'm kind of honored. So how are you? Like, what is this period in prep for the games like for you? Tiring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just a lot of training. And the time I'm not training, it's like trying to recover, eat, Really, I mean, it's kind of just simple, just in the gym and chilling. What is, okay, what is a normal week? This is, is this the most intense period of the year for you? We're like a month and a half out from the games. Is this the highest volume that you've had? It's interesting because it's not really like, it's a little more volume, but it's just different volume. So like, I wouldn't say that it's a night and day difference from like the rest of the year in terms of volume, but instead of maybe like, your skill being just strict handstand push-ups. Now it's strict handstand push-ups with the bike, or instead of like one minute rest in between, now it's rounds for time. Um, so things just kind of shift a little bit. Running is all outside now instead of on like runners. Yeah, I'd just say like more intense volume, but not significantly more volume. What does a training week look like for you? generally like i know it's it's different obviously like crossfit's all about the unknown and unknowable training for the games mm-hmm. is like there's a level of randomness sometimes but you know monday through sunday what's that looking like for you yeah um i mean i feel like justin does a pretty good job of like having like themes for certain days so like monday we know is going to be like back squat snatch day so like for lifting i can expect some variation of those movements usually we'll do more like classic crossfit um, I run on Tuesdays and then Wednesdays are more like power output days, like power cleans, sprinty interval style. Thursdays are going to be like my aerobic day. So running, biking, Fridays are like squats and cleans. Like they're just kind of like themes throughout the day. I fully rest on Mondays. So um, completely out of the gym on that day. Well, and Mondays or Sundays? Sorry, Mondays. So I, it's rest Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, cardio day, Thursday. 
I might have accidentally said Monday when I said squats. No, it's totally uh, okay. I was like, you rest, but you're doing squats. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Sorry. Full rest day Monday, squats on Tuesday, and then like power day on Wednesday. I get confused because we shift after the open to Tuesday, Wednesday. And like in the early season, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So my brain just kind of like refers to Tuesday as Monday now. All good. What is the most offbeat sort of event that you've been training for? Like, for example, you know, you know that you're going to encounter at least one swimming, probably two swimming events at the games. You know that cycling is important now. Trail running, these are all important things at the games. None of this is new, right? That we have mm-hmm. movements like the pegboard. I'm old enough to remember when those were new. So like that that just dates me. Is there anything that just your coach Justin Kotler has thrown at you this year that like you haven't se- we haven't seen at the games before, but he's like, hey, I think this might be coming. We haven't done anything new yet, per se. But we're definitely like hitting all the odd things, like a lot of like pirouettes and handstand stuff, like legless pegboards, pegboards. We're gonna do the pig today, like all those like odd optic things that like will probably show up, but we haven't tested anything like new per se. What about jump rope crossovers? Which threw a lot which threw a lot of people off last year. Yeah, I like them a lot. I hope they actually bring back that crossover like doubles. I think that'd be fun. Okay, you have to design your perfect CrossFit Games event. It could be anything. It could be a chipper. It could be a couplet. It could be a triplet. It could be monostructural. It could be just a max lift. I don't care what it is, but your Mm -hmm. perfect event, the one that you want to see the most, that's like, hey, Alex is going to dominate this one. What is it? Oh, that's a good question. I would like like, a clean ladder. Okay. Um, Heavy. Uh, I liked okay. I guess I'm just gonna go workouts that I know that they've done before. They did like a bar muscle up clean ladder one year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the specifics, but it was like a couple bar muscle ups clean, a couple bar muscle ups clean. I would love that event. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you think? How do you think in the field you will rank? You would rank as far as max clean? Like, say there's a clean ladder, right? Because it's not just max clean. There's always gonna be some ladder component. Like, who are you looking at in this year's field? And you're like, okay, that's going to be my competition. We're going to be kind of going toe to toe toward the end of this. I mean, there's a lot of really strong girls. To be honest, I don't know everybody's maxes, but I'm sure there's like a significant number of girls that can hit a pretty heavy number. I'd like to say I could like get in the top, in the mix of the top for a clean ladder. What do you? Right now, obviously, like game days are very different. The adrenaline's pumping. People sell a lot of PRs. Like, what do you think you would top out at at a clean ladder right now? I don't know. I have no clue. No, um, <laughs> that's good though, because because you're not limiting yourself. You're not like, oh, this is my upper limit. Yeah. I'm not being I mean, like I have like, like I have a range, but like I feel just now we're talking about this yesterday. Like, I feel like oh, the month around semis, like we weren't really training as much. Like there was a lot of deload happening. I got sick. And you're deloading after the comp. So like right now, I feel like I'm kind of getting everything back under me, like kind of getting back into the groove. So um, it's probably not as heavy as I'd like right now, but give me six weeks and we'll get up there. So let's talk about strength as a strength. Um, You have a background in lacrosse. (laughs) When did you start realizing that you could be like that heavy lifts were going to be not your bread, not just your bread and butter because you're good at a lot of things, obviously. Um, you want to set, you want a semifinal. You can't be good at just like one thing. When did you start realizing that that could help separate you from the rest of the pack? 
when I first started CrossFit, I really liked all the strength components. Like in class, like I always looked forward to that. Upper body wise, like I've always kind of not stronger, just like relative to what other people in class were doing around me. Like I could tell that uh, I was definitely a little bit stronger. As far as like squats and cleans, that one like took a little bit longer for me to like kind of develop my strength in those movements. I would say like I was probably more average for a long time. And then the last like year or two, I feel like just like with the consistency of it, I like all of a sudden just like really loved cleans and like really liked squatting and, and made me excited to do it. And that in turn made me get better. So I'd say like the past couple years. Okay. Say there was a max bench press event at the CrossFit oh Games. I know you I was gonna ask your 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 PR folks told me to ask to ask this. Blame them. Blame them. Um That's okay. 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 So we what was your there was a video of you maxing out on a bench that went let's call it semi viral. I think it was two two hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you think you would win the max bench press event at the CrossFit Games this year? One thousand percent. Okay. Why this is a dumb question. I'm going to ask it. I, I was trying okay. to, but why are you so good at bench pressing as a CrossFit athlete? You all don't bench press that much. Yeah. That's like one of those anomaly things that like, I guess shows like the genetic component of the sport. Like I would love to say I train it five days a week and like, that's why it got to where it was. But I will say like, I did bench a good bit in high school. Like I did um, a lifting class and feel like I had a really good base from that. Like um, just doing it pretty often and um, I had a really heavy bench in high school and I think with CrossFit I just started strengthening all the um, your the like partner muscles or like their um, antagonist muscles so like my back and my lats and all that stuff and that actually really really helps your lifts when your antagonist muscles are stronger so I think like I don't have to train bench as much because it's just like all around I'm still training all those muscle groups Okay, what are you doing? What are you doing a powerlifting competition? That's my question. I've done one in high school. Um, I haven't done it since. If one came around and it was like easy to go to, I'd maybe do it. Or if there was like prize money, but it's kind of a lot on your body, like to max out three things in one day. So uh, we'll see. Maybe like off season goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe like yeah, hop hop in there. You could do a push pull competition. You wouldn't even have to squat. You could just do the bench and the deadlift. That's a little less taxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I always tell people to do if they're interested in powerlifting. I'm like, but if you don't want to warm up for an hour, don't worry about the squats. Just do the push, just push, just push pull. Um, That's awesome. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about your CrossFit career uh, because you had a whole other different athletic background before you found CrossFit. You're still very young. You're you're 21? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's making me feel super old. But how long, when did you actually, what year did you start doing CrossFit? Um, I started CrossFit at the end of 2017, like beginning of 2018, like that winter. So I was 16. Okay. And were you still playing lacrosse at the time or did you, or did you stop playing lacrosse? Like, when did you stop playing lacrosse? I played all through high school. I wanted to quit my senior year to, um, like try to go all in as a teenager for CrossFit. Um, but no one let me and I'm really glad they didn't because like, I'm, it was a good thing to like follow it through and like make those memories because now i'm old well, i'm not old but like now there's not really an opportunity to play anymore if i wanted to mm. what were the most difficult parts of transitioning to competitive crossfit from lacrosse like where were your gaps or your 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 weaknesses for lack of a better term i'd say the gymnastics took me probably the like 
a bigger chunk of time to learn like muscle on right. really. muscle lots like linking toes to bar the mic my, my mobility like a snatch like that was i couldn't even overhead squat the barbell when i started that was atrocious for me i'd say those elements like the snatch and probably a couple of the higher skill gymnastics pieces because i never did gymnastics growing up so um, those are harder but i think like i had pretty decent body awareness so once i got it it made sense it just took a minute what about hand-eye coordination do you think that's above average for you for a crossfit athlete I thought so, and then I played pickleball at Tower Monkey Camp, and I was absolutely sucking. So I'm hoping it just was maybe like taking some time to regain my coordination, but it was so bad. Okay, so let's hope there's not a pickleball event at the CrossFit Games. One on one face off, face off pickleball elimination style. Oh man. Okay, what is? I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a little bit negative. We're just gonna roll with it. What is the event you don't want to see at the CrossFit Games? Yeah, I'd rather not see another heavy, like super heavy snatch. I mean, it might come up again. I don't know. I'd be like not my favorite, like a nasty, like Fran esque thruster workout. I'd also rather not see. I mean, no one really. Who who wants to see a fast thruster <laughs> workout at the games? Ew. Yeah. What else? I feel like those two things are probably what stick out the most. Side. Oh, oh no. The kettlebell feet and jerks, the heavy ones. Those are awful. Those are so awful. Okay. I have bad news for you. That's literally what I train. I train in kettlebell sport. That's all oh. I do is kettlebell clean and jerks, basically. Yeah. I mean, I have so much props for you guys. It's like, those kill me. Kill me, kill me. It's, it's, I mean, they stink. Like every, like I, I still get so nervous. I like gag before training sometimes because there's nowhere to hide. They just, uh-huh. like they just, they just stink. What I really want, I've been petitioning. So they have the like the clean and jerks, but they they did it very differently than like kettlebell sport. In kettlebell sport, you just have to, you can't put the bells down, right? So you're just doing them for however long you can. And I'm petitioning that at the CrossFit Games because oh, like an actual like kettlebell event. Yes, that's what I really want. I've been emailing people and messaging people and they've just been ignoring me or they're saying they're saying david shut up so you you're not going to help me there so you won't get my vote so we'll just we'll just move beyond that okay what are some other things what are some events or some movements even where you've made a lot of progress you mentioned the gymnastics elements but like if i asked alex last year what do you want to see you say absolutely not i ask you this year you're like oh not so bad yeah i feel like toes the bar have been a big improvement for me um, last year, like the 75 in one chunk was like kind of a, um, oh shit moment, especially with the chest bar, like both of those together. And, um, I can't say I would win that workout now at all, but I definitely don't think I'd be in the bottom 10, which was what I was last year. And mm-hmm. so that's something I definitely think we made improvement on. And, um, just like my aerobic capacity in general, like my just general fitness has gotten better. So I'm a little bit less scared to hurt. <laughs> Who are the games athletes who you like competing against the most? There's a lot of really awesome girls. I feel like I've like made good friendships with like Ariel and Danny and Emily Rolf and those guys. And uh, so it's always fun to like hang out with them at events. Since I've only been one time, I guess I can't really say I've like gotten to like know everybody super well, but uh, I think it's been really fun. What are your goals in the sport? You're still, you're 21 years old. 
and you're not you know you're not a rookie anymore um so you know you're not brand new but do you know what are your goals how long do you think you want to reasonably compete at this level etc i would love to podium at some point in my career that's like a numerical goal i guess like a placement goal otherwise like i'd love to stay in the sport like five plus years at least and like it's all about healthy you know and enjoying it but like like a decent like longevity but yeah just to like be consistent in the sport like you think of people like amanda barnhart that are just like they're always there like maybe she hasn't podiumed but she's always consistent always there i like i feel like that's a good place to be and yeah just like inspire young girls especially to like pursue something they are interested in and kind of try to reach people beyond just being a good athlete makes a lot of sense i remember there was a time in the earlier days of high level crossfit when people thought they would say like oh i want to stay in this in this for like 10 plus years and i think people see now how rare it is to pull off what like annie thor's daughter has done which is this is her 14th or 15th game season right people like it's just so like that's the exception not the rule because any high level athletics it takes so much of your toll a toll on your body but your mind you have to be so dialed in for so much of your life and for so long so Mm -hmm. i think that would be like the reason that i stopped eventually is just to like experience more like other life with like my husband and stuff like because obviously this is so fun and you get to do things that people would dream of doing. So like you got to enjoy it while you have it. Um, but I think there's also a lot of beauty in like some of the simple things that you're not doing, like going on hikes and going on fun date nights or like just some of those stuff that like it's not, I'm not going to say you can't do it while you're competing, but it's a lot more rare when occasion. Yeah, it's the exception rather than the rule. And, yeah. and you can't be as spontaneous with it because you might have to train. You know, you have like all these obligations, right? Like staying up late, watching a movie on the couch, eating ice cream is going to impact your training the next day if you have to do something. So uh, as fun as that, as fun as that sounds, let's talk a little bit about Justin Kotler, your coach. He's been on the Bar Ben podcast before. I consider him a, a personal friend. He's been around and coaching high level CrossFit since it's, since it's basically been a thing. How long has he been your coach and how did he become your coach? Yeah. Um, so in 2021, or sorry, I guess it would have been 2020, um, I moved to Vegas. They weren't here quite yet, like Justin and the underdogs crew. Oh, yeah, that was still they were still transitioning. They were they were kind of in New York and they were like thinking about going out to Vegas then. Yeah, so they they weren't here yet. Um, I just started training at a gym here with some friends like that worked there. Um we followed like a template program and I see that Carrie moves here, Justin moves here. And one of my friends is like, oh, you need to go like introduce yourself. And I was like, no, like I'm too scared. And eventually it- and this is, this is before you were a CrossFit Games athlete. You knew you wanted to compete, but you were not at, you were not at that top, top, top tier yet. Yeah. So eventually like through a mutual friend, I went to the gym and I got to work out with Carrie and I met her and she was super, super friendly and was kind of just like, open arms like come work out whenever you want and i was still really scared and like that fear of just getting your butt kicked day after day was like a lot so i didn't go every day i went maybe like once a week or twice a week and um met bethany met danielle met justin and kind of just worked out there sporadically like i'd go and train with them a couple days a week and the open rolled around i 
ended up qualifying for my first semifinal, which was West Coast Classic. And at that point, I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should ask Justin if he could coach me because I don't really have a coach. Like, I'm just following the template program still. And I asked him and he was like, I like, thank you for reaching out. But like, as a respect thing for my other athletes, like I can't take anyone else on right now. And I was totally understanding of that. He's like, but let's talk after the season. So I did my first semifinal. There was no expectations for that at all. Like, I was just happy to be there. Kept train, like, I would go train with them a little bit more through the summer. And then after the games, like, Justin sat me down and we, like, chatted for a bit. And I was kind of nervous, honestly. I like, cause the way he was making it sound was like he didn't, wasn't going to take me on at first. Cause he was like, yeah, like, at this point, like, I kind of have to be really picky with, like, how many athletes I bring on and who they are and what their goals are and all this stuff. Did, did it feel like a job? Did it feel like a job interview? Like you were interviewing for a job? Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Because I was like at his house too. And like, I'd never been there before. And I was like, oh boy. But then at the end, I was kind of like, well, like, don't feel pressure. Like if it's too much right now. And he's like, oh, no, no. Like, I'm going to work with you. And I was like, oh, you could have started. <laughs> I was so nervous. So we started working together that fall. So that would have been 2021, that fall, which led to my first game season. And I just would say, like, our relationship really, like, kind of, like, grew from, I'd say, like, semifinals of last year, like, Granite Games through now. Like, I feel like it's developed a lot more. And obviously, like, with Carrie being retired and Bethany moving and Danielle being at Brute now, like, there is just a little bit more time, like, that one-on-one time that we get. And that makes a huge difference. And, yeah, he's so awesome. And I feel so incredibly lucky to get to call him a coach and, like... Ashley, his wife, and his kids. Like, it's like a family, and I really appreciate that about them. Yeah, they, they're certainly very hospitable folks. I can speak to that personally, uh, especially when they were in New York. Well, Alex, where are the best places for people to follow along with you, the rest of your game season, and beyond? Uh, yeah, uh, I really, the only social media I'm really good at or like that I use is Instagram. So that's just Alex Kazan underscore. And otherwise, um, that's probably about it. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Best of, I'm not going to say best of luck. I'm going to say wishing you the best because I don't want to jinx anything. Wishing you the best uh, leading up to the games uh, this year and looking forward to following along with all that action. Appreciate it, Alex. Have a great one. Thank you so much.